Hello and welcome everybody to the book of Jude. I am so excited about today's episode. We have Chaplain Joel with us. Uh, it is going to be a lot of information, but also a lot of laughter and just a great time. So I hope you enjoy it. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. How about you? Wonderful. Wonderful. Came off a shift yesterday, so... You said things have been slow at the hospital? Yeah, they've been uh, a little bit slower, I guess, you know, with, I don't know, just not as not as many visitors. And and I think people are, uh, I think people are a little bit hesitant to come to the emergency room, you know, so it's the emergency room has been, been very, very uh, thin, very empty. Yeah, our senses have been quite low. Yeah, that's like I said, I think, uh, we, you know, for example, we had one person walk in and they weren't feeling well. They walked in, they saw, you know, people at the door masked up. They they came to the front desk, you know, saw the big shield that was put in place and turned around and walked out and said, I don't think I can handle this. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Because I know you, but listeners do not. Okay, I'd be happy to. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I was raised in, in Minnesota, so that's where I hail from. And, uh, I, um, uh, in the youngest of three siblings, um, I was raised by, you know, a couple of parents who, uh, in, in my opinion, anyway, were, were a couple of the godliest people that I knew, um, always made sure that, you know, we went to church and Sunday school as I was growing up. And uh, I really appreciate that because that's that's where I got my foundation. Um, you know, for, for us, it was it was never I never had the feeling that uh, they forced us to go or had to go. But uh, it was more of a appreciation uh, that, um, you know, that that they they made sure that that we got the spiritual foundation and upbringing that we needed. And it was because of that, you know, that that really led me into the ministry. Um, I was actually about, uh, I think I was around 13 years old when I first, you know, felt the call into ministry. Um, and I think one of the neat things about that is, is all through, uh, the rest of my junior high years and high school years, I never, never, ever really switched or, you know, even thought about doing anything else, you know, well, maybe, maybe I'll think about, about doing something else. I always had that, that ministry in the back of my mind. And so I just kind of, yeah, kind of set my mind toward that. And so when I graduated, I, I began, uh, I began college. I went to one of our, um, one of our church schools, uh, with, with, uh, my particular denomination. Um, we operated, uh, about, I forget nine or ten colleges and two seminaries. So I went through our church system, uh, and uh, that's how I got my degree. Went to college. After that, went right into seminary, and um, yeah, got my first call after that. Yeah. So you, uh, so you mentioned denomination, and you are a Lutheran, right? That is correct. I am Lutheran, and uh, of course, now you know nowadays when you talk about 
probably most denominations, you can't just say one word because every everybody seems to be divided up into several different subcategories and subgroups. Right, right. So yeah, so, so what, I, I come what, from the so I know that you know I know you're a Christian and and but what if someone doesn't know and they say well well what's Lutheran what's the difference? Um, it, it it probably depends on what you're comparing it with. You know, there, there, there are differences certainly between Lutherans and other denominations. And, and then there are even, um, you know, some minor differences, even even amongst Lutherans themselves. Um, but, you know, I guess in a general sense, uh, when when you talk about Lutheranism, um, the best way I can say it is there are there are certain marks, I guess, that that uh, Lutherans adhere to um, and uh, uh some of the biggest differences would be, of course, you know, our, our, our main principle, so to speak, would be salvation by grace through faith alone. You know, one of the one of the cornerstones of Lutheranism. Mm -hmm. um, uh, probably another big one would be the way we look at scripture, uh, the inspiration of scripture. And uh, for Lutherans, we take we take scripture as uh, being uh, the infallible and inerrant word of God. Um, we, we put a high value on the sacraments. We recognize two sacraments, baptism and the Lord's Supper. And we're, we're one of few denominations that, um, uh, that connect grace with the sacraments. Uh, where many denominations look at uh, the sacraments as, as being uh, you know, maybe just some tradition that you do or, or you know, something that uh, takes place, a ceremony that takes place in the church. Uh, we, we connect grace with the sacraments, so we put a high value on that. Uh, that's, that's a big mark of Lutheranism uh, as well. And I think th those probably are, are the, would be the, the top three things um, when, when it comes to what kind of... Uh, uh, it, it, you know, serves as the foundation of Lutheran Lutheranism. Yes, and I I think uh, first of all, Lutheran. We're talking about Martin Luther, the reformer. I would consider myself reformed, or and, and like you said, I, I don't like to say Calvinist because it it you know John Calvin. Well, you believe everything John Calvin did said, and I don't think you would believe everything Martin Luther did said and all that. That you know, I mean, correct. You know, I. I think, I think um, when, when it comes to things like that, people have to be very careful. Yeah. You know, uh, I have known people who who hang on, you know, every single word he's written and every single word he's said, and and you know, I'm I'm certainly not one of those. I, I I'm I'm one who who I have to open up the scriptures and and look and read and study myself. And there are areas, you know, there are I'm sure a few areas where I, I don't always agree with some of the things he's done or written or said or anything like that. He was a very funny slash sarcastic kind of guy. Some of these quotes <laughs> have me in tears laughing. <laughs> he had a sense of humor, <laughs> you know, that, that a, not, a, a lot, a lot of people uh, don't always catch, right. you know, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, one of the things about Luther, it, well, some people say it's a myth. Uh, some people believe it's true. I kind of believe it's true. Uh, he, Luther was was 
a, a big uh, hymn writer. You know, he, he, he penned uh, several of the hymns that we have in the Lutheran church. And uh, pe- people often say that he would borrow uh, bar tunes you know, oh, yeah, to, yeah. to make those, uh, to make those hymns. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I heard that. I knew, yeah. So, um, what what so he, are some hymns that we would know that he penned? Um, well, I think probably the most famous one would be uh, uh, "A Mighty Fortress right. Is Our God." Right. You know, that's that's probably the most well known. That was based on Psalm forty six, mm-hmm. um, kind of known as the hymn of the Reformation, and. Uh, um, a lot of uh, a lot of you know what he believed um, was was taken from that psalm because he you know one thing about Luther is that he did uh, uh, like him hate him you know whatever the case might be but uh, he was very very adamant about his faith yeah. uh, he you know he he was one who certainly never backed down uh, we know that yeah exactly. well. he, he yeah. was the one that did not back down as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that, that's a good point you make. Uh, and again, not to take anything away from him, um, he, he at, you know, at the time of the Reformation, he certainly sparked everything. He was the catalyst, uh, I think, that um, that kind of took off with that. But I, I think, that, you know, there, there were a lot of people. You mentioned Calvin earlier. You know, he was one. John Wesley in England. Um, you know, these guys, they, they were all promoting reform in the church. Right. Um, but I think it just, it, it just Luther was the catalyst who kind of uh, got the ball rolling. And, um, you know, once, once that happened, then other people said, yeah, let's, you know, let's, let's do this. We need to do yeah, this. I, I, you're exactly right. I tell people all the time. I mean, if you don't know who these reformers are, uh, the reason you're holding an English Bible in your hand is because of these gentlemen. So, <laughs> Very important in church history to know who these gentlemen are. Yes, 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 it is. And uh, uh, they—they've, you know, they've done a lot. They've given a lot. They've sacrificed a lot um, in order to bring us really to where we are today. Absolutely, absolutely. So we're talking to Joel. He—he's been a pastor. He's a chaplain, and uh, from Minnesota, a Lutheran, but in. In seminary, Joel, I, this is crazy to me. You majored in Hebrew and Greek. <laughs> well, back up a little bit. Um, it was actually in college when I that I did that. Yes, uh, one of the one of the routes that uh, uh, that really interested me were the biblical languages, and. When I first started college, it was actually a new major that they had they had just instituted, and so I, I began um, my second year at college. I began with the languages and really fell in love with it. Um, you know, it, it it I know that probably sounds crazy to a lot of people because you know w- when you think of of things that you like to study, I'm, I'm sure the Greek and the Hebrew languages aren't big on a lot of people's lists, but I really enjoyed them. Um, I've, uh, you know, we got, oh gosh, I don't even know, I think 25 units of Greek and about 15 units wow. of Hebrew. And, and uh, yeah. And, and so I, I, from, from my second year on my second, third and fourth year, I was in, you know, always had some kind of language class going on, but, but I, I, I enjoyed the languages. I really did. 
So, so I, I got about four under my belt. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I I think one of the reasons why I like the languages so much um, is because when you, when you really start looking uh, at the scriptures in the original language, to me anyway, things uh, really start to come to life, you know, because as you well know, anytime you're dealing with, with different languages, you've got a barrier, you know, of some kind. And there are always going to be some words or phrases that it's, it's really hard to carry over into another language because there's just no, there are no words we have in English sometimes to express the, the, the true intended sense of a word. And, you know, when you look at, when you look at those um, words or phrases in their original language, to me, it really brings it alive. And uh, I, 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 quite honestly, uh, I've learned a lot more English, you know, because I've taken Greek as well. So give, can you give us some examples of uh, maybe some aha moments you had learning, studying the Greek and the Hebrew? Yeah, you know, when, when I first started off, um, uh, for example, I, I think probably one of the exa- one of the best examples I can use are... Um, uh, the word love, you know, we, we have in our English language, one word, right. just love. You turn to the, you know, you turn to the Greek and it, there's, there's at least three and I think even four uh, words that mean love and each one very, very specific. You know, in the English, we say everything from, you know, I love my spouse. I love my children. I love hot dogs. <laughs> I love ice cream. I love my dog. You know, and now hopefully we, when we say that, we don't mean we don't mean the word love in the hopefully. same way. <laughs> you know, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> but, you know, but you turn to the Greek, you know, and, and for example, and then you, you, you see uh, the different words, you know, that that uh, are used. And each one, you know, something very specific. There's a, you know, a, one particular word for I love my spouse. You know, there's another one for I love uh, uh, my my brother or my sister or um, you know a, a good friend that brotherly kind of love you know and then of course there's that that agape that that uh, mm-hmm. perfect love you know the kind of love with which God loves us that we certainly strive after but we you know will never attain right. it in this life but you know it, it just very you know th- those different levels and and it it t- to me like I said it, it it makes the scriptures become a lot more alive. When you can, uh, when you can look at it and understand it in in the original sense in which it was intended. Right, exactly. So it, it tells me sometimes when you know when you're on Facebook and it tells me that hey, your friend commented on this person's post, and I, I may not follow said person, but <laughs> you usually <laughs> go go after. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, these people that are, hey, if you say amen to this, you're going to live to 120 or get thousands of dollars, or whatever they say. <laughs> and you, you have yes. a comment. <laughs> you, per, you, you, you call them out on it, basically. Um, have you ever gotten a response, or has do they just ignore you? Uh, yes, uh, no, I, I've, I've gotten, I've gotten responses. I, uh, I, I sometimes. You know, I, I, I like to have a little fun with it on one hand, but on the other hand, there's there there is a, a lot of seriousness there too, because I, I see so many people, you know, so often, 
um, pushing false beliefs. I mean, let's face it, just what I believe anyway are false beliefs. And, uh, you know, it's the idea of, of this uh, prosperity gospel, the biggest thing. And, and uh, you know, I, I always get a kick out of it when I, when I see these things. Oh, this, you know, God is going to bless you. And, and, and what do you want? A new car? You know, a new house? What do you need? Um, you're going to receive it within the next hour if you, if you like this page and share it with 10 different groups. And, you know, so, so yeah, you know, I, I call people out on it and, and uh um, I've got this little, this little meme that I'm sure you've seen already, you know, where the, where a guy is looking through a book and, and, you know, the, the words uh, say, you know, yeah, I'm still looking for the place where God said, like, and bless, or like, and right. share, and you will be right. blessed. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I get, I, I have to admit that there are a lot of times when I get, um, you know, people, people comment on that and they, and, and, they, uh, uh, a lot of them are, are, are agree with me. They're, they're for me, but a lot of times, you know, they, uh, they'll, oh yeah, they'll tell me, I don't know the scriptures and they'll tell me that, uh, you know, how can you say that against a prophet of God like this? And, you know, but so, that's not the <laughs> but right? yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but I, you know, I, I like to, like I said, I, I like to have fun with it, but there, there's certainly a, a, a serious, a hint well, of seriousness there is. too. I mean, um, comment and then share. I mean, basically it's like the, the pyramid scheme or, you know, let me get my information out there to the multitudes. Sure. And, you know, as in most cases, the only ones who really actually profit off things like that are the ones who are do the original exactly. posting. <laughs> exactly. So yes, they, they are the, the correct word is profit, just not the way we're thinking, not a biblical profit. It's, you you got it it's the f exactly. and not the ph exactly <laughs> but yeah and i I, th I think you know that's that's one of the issues that um you know that the church struggles with today and quite honestly it, the, the church has gotten such a bad name and a bad reputation because of that you know it's it's that idea of of one bad apple spoiling yeah. the whole bunch and uh it's, you know, it's unfair to Christianity when things like that happen. And, and uh, so I just, you know, it, it's, that's one of my pet peeves when yeah. I see things like that, because, you know, we, we can do so much good with, with what we have. I mean, we've, we've, we've got the message, you know, the number one message in the world, the message of salvation. And, and when people just, you know, don't regard it the way it should be, or they, they try and profit off it or, or, you know, um, just they, they drag it through the mud basically. And that, that's one of right. my pet peeves. And, and, and you and I, we are in the hospital. We are see, we see sick people every day and at no time, at least, at least in my very short uh, time in the, in the hospital chaplaincy, I don't go in and, and put my hand on their head and say, be healed in Jesus name, get up and walk, you know? Um, it is a very right. sacred uh, ministry. Uh, it's something that I don't take lightly, and I know you don't either. But when we're when we're in those moments, it's very it's very special. It's very intimate, and we simply walk with them through this very difficult time. And sometimes it ends well, sometimes it doesn't. And the the family is able to 
look back on our time together as a good thing. And I pray mostly for comfort and peace and the strength to make it through this. But um, yeah, you're right. It, it uh, when we see these other things, uh, it kind of kind of dampers the the gospel and it dampers serving one another. I, I think that's very well said, Tim. Um, it, it's so true. Uh, people, you know, especially people when they're in the hospital and, and they're suffering from anything really, but uh, specifically terminal types of illnesses. And, um, you know, they, they, don't, they don't want anything phony. They don't, they don't need anything phony. And, and I think, you know, you, you put it a very nice way. We, we walk with them. Um, we do what we can at a very serious time to, to help support them and, uh, uh, you know, help bring some kind of comfort and inspiration that's meaningful to them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you summed it up nicely when you said it's a very serious time. And uh, uh, that's, you know, to me, that's, that's what uh, the word of God is. Uh, it's, it's a very serious thing. And now, again, you know, as well as I do, being a chaplain in a, in a hospital, you know, means that you're not always dealing with Christian people. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, so they may not have much regard for the word at all. But but we still take it seriously as as chaplains, as individuals, and we still do it whatever we can to help bring them, you know, comfort that they will that they will know and appreciate. Exactly. So you when I met you, you were in the the residency at the hospital and I was starting my internships and I did I did two internships one with a great group of people and the second one uh <laughs> the second group was with some people and um <laughs> yeah I remember that so group anyway, and then so I, I knew you all through that time and then I started my residency and I still got to see you because you came on as, and I'm going to mess it up, uh, faith, faith, community. faith, community health. Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, uh, am in the coordinator position for that. And um, yeah, and, and it, it's uh, don't, don't feel bad because it, it uh, at that time, it was still something quite new to most people. Um, but uh, in a nutshell, it's it's basically it, it's basically um uh, continuing the pastoral ministry to patients once they leave one of our facilities. It, you know, it's a way for us to continue to minister to them. Uh, we pair them up with uh, uh, volunteers from local faith communities who come out to visit with them and be a support for them and just let them know that, you know, that they're not going through whatever That's they're going through thing. alone. You know, before I took the position, I didn't know much about it myself. Um, I, you know, I, I had heard about it, but I really wasn't sure what, you know, what they actually did. And uh, the more I got involved in it, the more I began to see uh, what a wonderful ministry that they've got. Yeah, going. I mean, when when, when uh, patients leave the hospital, it, it's not the uh, the relationship is not severed. It's we're going to continue everything we can to support you. I mean, that's the idea behind it, the heart behind that. It, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Yes, I've I've enjoyed my time with with them, and and uh, uh, it's 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 been a program, by the way, that's really been been taking off and growing uh, in in re wow. recent months. Uh, so we had some good laughs there at the hospital. 
we uh I think sometimes we <laughs> me you and I were the only ones laughing sometimes but <laughs> well you know I, I think that's true too and and like anything else um uh to to me it, it's a good thing because again going back to that idea of we're always serious about what we do but I I think um if, if you don't you know, if, if you don't laugh a little bit, if you don't find humor in things, uh, you, you, you get kind of, um, I don't know, you, you get kind of stuck in a routine, maybe. Um, you, you, uh, you just, you can't minister at your fullest, I think. So I, I, I find a lot of value in humor, you know, good yeah, humor, it's, it's proper a way for humor. Us to cope, but, you know, we come back from the rooms and we're in our safe place and we're able to uh, de-stress. Right. Yes. Yes. Very helpful for de-stressing. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I told you, I, I, I saw the heart surgery before I left. I don't know if I, yeah. So my second, no, the you did not. First surgery I observed was a brain surgery. And the, the second one was mm-hmm. a heart surgery. So, and it was everything you said it would be. It was just amazing, astounding whatever other word. I mean, it's incredible. It it is, you know, first of all, that, that God has given us the ability to perform um, procedures like that. And then secondly, just to actually, to actually see something like that with your eyes, you know, is, is, I mean, that is something, honestly, I never thought I'd, I would, I would see not, not like a front row seat at a surgery like that. (laughs) uh, If you didn't know that, then you didn't know that I, I almost got kicked out. (laughs) Well, yes, so yes. I, so I, I knew where they were, and I knew the drill. Like I, I've been in there, all, you know. I this wasn't my first rodeo, Joe. But they asked me to stand up where mm-hmm. I was, and I just kind of backed up a little bit. They felt uh, all ten of them felt that I was getting too close to the the instruments, and they probably assumed I didn't know what I was doing, or you know. They lunged at me and said, "No, no, stop! You're gonna." And I'm like, "I, I know it's there. Like it's okay." And then, pretty much for the 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 rest of the prep time, I was put in a corner. All the only thing I was missing was the dunce hat. They're like, "You just sit here. Don't don't go anywhere, Chaplin. You just stay there. Don't." <laughs> I will tell you, I, I know exactly what you mean because they are they are incredibly particular uh, when once that room is set up, and uh, the same you know, something similar happened to me because I, I'm, I'm you know they said why don't you stand over there and and you know we'll wait until the surgery begins so um, you know I, I was I was standing there and and I'd move a little bit and they oh watch out watch out there's something you know there's a table there and every, my my every little movement was careful careful watch out. And, uh, you know, finally I, I said, okay, yeah. okay, I'm just going to stand away from everything. And, every, and uh, you know, just, every, <laughs> I, I found, you know, found, my, yes, found myself being I very moved, cautious. The one lady would look up like, what are you doing? I'm not three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I, I, I know they've got uh, protocols to follow and, and uh, I mean, I, I get that, but sometimes I wonder, you know, well, goodness, I, I mean, I'm, I, 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 I washed, I'm gowned up, I'm gloved up, I'm masked. How can I, you know, how can my, my brushing exactly. up against these like, things contaminate I know them? you just saw me pick my nose, but how, what, what's the harm in that? 
<laughs> yeah, I don't get it, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I saw the, the brain surgery course was incredible. The heart surgery, incredible. I, um, I, to to just be in that room and to to think about God and how He created us and and He the as the great designer, it it is simply amazing. It it is. I mean, the the, the uh, I tell you. When I when I first saw that too, it it, it gave a whole new meaning to um, you know the the Bible verse that says you know we are we are incredibly made, um, we are marvelously made, uh, you know it it, uh, yeah. it it just gave a whole new meaning to that um, because it, it's so true you know uh, how how the body works together how it functions together and and uh, again the things that that God has given us the ability to do. Yeah, um, it's just it's an, yeah. it's amazing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope this episode has blessed you in many ways. Our audience in South Africa is growing. We're still have listeners in the Philippines and Ireland as well as the U.S. So thank you all for listening. Uh, if there's anything I could do for you, please message me or leave a comment. I would love to pray for you. Thank you for listening to the book of Jude.